This is Channel 253 Sports. Is Rodriguez healthy? Rodriguez. Because Rodriguez's health changes everything else. <laughs> he right? wasn't until he took a shot from Spence. <laughs> <laughs> In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders BT. Hey everybody, this is Steve and you are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. It is Season 2, Episode 20. We are recording on August 14th, 2018, just after the victory of the Sounders FC against... Who do we play? FC Dallas. FC Dallas. And man, that was a salty game. Scumbags. Yeah. Whew. Fam. Um, just had my birthday weekend, so that was pretty cool. Got to spend my birthday with my friend Casey Catherwood and a couple thousand of my f- best friends at Cheney Stadium. And S2 played a team. I don't remember. I was really that drunk. San Antonio FC. What happened to you that oh, night? You man. just uh, I I dipped. I had to like I had to disappear. Well, you were for about but you were there. I was present. Oh, physically. I was present. I was physically, physically was present. Yeah. And um, well, let's just say it was a good time. Uh, we had a barbecue at the house. I had several beverages before that. I had several beverages after that. Um, I'm so 42. I'm 42. And that's... That was my guess, Pierce. Pierce guess said 40. 41 and some change. I guess 40. You said 42. And how old are you? I'm 42. Good job, Pierce. No, it was Casey. Did oh, good no, job, I Casey. Picked, yeah, I picked 42. But I guess younger, so and that's you probably are, you're, better. You're being very generous, yeah. Pierce. In studio with us, of course, we have some of the regular crew. Uh, we have... Kevin Zamira. Thank you, Kevin. How you're you doing, welcome. buddy? Did you forget my name? <laughs> I didn't. I was oh. just letting you say your own okay. name. Where can Thank we find you, you on Twitter? Uh, at Kevin underscore Zamira. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, great. That's me. And, of I course, think. the perennial appearance of our dear friend, Tim Hamilton. How you doing, buddy? Present. Holmes. <laughs> All right. And... Timothy A. Hamiltoni. All right, great. Uh, <laughs> still here. Present still so smart, so wise, still so present. curmudgeonly. It's beautiful. He is a beautiful so, man. Uh, and, of course, the return of Nathan Bowling. How you doing? Um, living large. Podcast fam. I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Uh, good trip. Uh, good to be back. Ready to get to work soonish. Not now. How you doing, Casey? I'm good. Who who are you again? This is Casey Catherwood here, creative director, Sounders FC2, uh, Tacoma Rainiers as well. Um, it's a pleasure to be here, you know, as always on my favorite Flounders B podcast. My strongest memory uh, of my birthday was you coming up in that beautifully tailored blue suit. You that look- was a sharp suit, man. Nothing Dude. quite like the national anthem <sighs> happening, and instead of the Sounders chant, you just hear your own name chanted, turn yeah. around and just <laughs> It's your old drunk birthday boy, nice. Steve K. Just... I remember that now. Were yeah. you chanting during the anthem? Uh, no, no, not during the anthem. No. Heaven forbid That's during okay. the anthem. No, I was kneeling during the anthem. <laughs> um, but uh, when you were walking, as people were clearing out, and they started singing the sounder, you know, the, the, the supporters group over there, we, Casey, Catherwood. 
or some such. You you humor me. Thank you. We love you. I know. I love you, too. And you have a guest today as well. You brought a, a, a traveling companion. I do. So I have my little brother and young protege and mentee, Pierce Adler, here. I've known him since he was but a boy. He's here from New York. Uh, New York University film student. Uh, works for Vice uh, Media and a terrific young talent in the game. He's basically just here to drink, but he will also speak on, um, you know, cultural issues and, and some soccer facts. Some soccer facts. Plus stoppage. Yeah, very good. <laughs> again, again, not the least educated soccer person on the podcast. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Everybody that turns to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Pierce. Thank you. Great to be here. I never thought I would do this, so it's an honor, dude. It's it's uh it's really good to have you. Thanks you, for coming. All what do you do for Vice? City. I'm an editor. I, I'm an editor, so I work on some shows out in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kinky sex shows, sex show, skate show, food show. So yeah, it's fun. Wait, which nice. food show? It's called Fuck That's Delicious. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There we go. I watched yeah. that. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, wow. Season love, three. Yeah. That, yeah. that and Wong's World, which is gone now. But I used to All love right. Wong's World, too. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one, too. Actually, yeah. Bronson, the episode in Paris. Fuck That's Delicious. Is the best. And, like, by the way, dog barking drink. That. Yeah. The, the Paris episode is absolutely amazing. And low key, like, we actually use it as a guide in our trip to Paris. So, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I had no idea we had a, a minor celebrity in our midst. That's uh, that's wonderful, man. It's great to be here. Cool. <laughs> well, we'll uh, definitely link to your shows in the podcast notes oh, and uh, make sure that uh, that uh, people know where to find your, your good work, man. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Also, have you made note, Steve, and I know that we are a meandering podcast. Oh, have you are. made note that we are filming in a new location in your beautiful new basement? Yes, filming whatever? Ta- um, before a live studio Yeah, this, this is taped before a live studio I didn't know. There, I thought like there was the a... Regal Beagle. Um, it's, it's not new news. It's just new to you. Last okay. time you were here in the winter, uh, yeah, we were definitely up in the dining room, and we've moved the studio to downstairs. Steve's wife loved us being in the dining room. Oh, the yeah. She was a big oh, fan. Oh, so much. She's big really fan. bummed yeah. about this. Yeah, she's really, she's really, really <laughs> sad that we're completely out from underfoot now. Now, um, and that we have to go upstairs to get beverages. Let's There's go. six people around this table. There's no way we're going to keep this shit Let's under control. Come on, but we're going to make it happen. What's next? Teacher you know what I'm doing? Summer Redux. Teacher Summer Redux. That's right. Okay, this I'm is the part of the show where we're going to. We're going to go. I'm setting 10 minute timers. Let's go. Kevin you cannot impose. Time. Boom. I love it. Start it. This is where have you been <laughs> the whole time? 957, 956, 955. We need the countdown clock. Pe- Pierce over here is like, yeah, let's fucking keep him moving. That's right. The fourth <laughs> official. When, when you go 10 minutes over, Steve gets slapped on the ass. That's right. Ooh, don't do that right now. He. Nobody wants that. He. Hey, 939, 938. Come on. And you're Still. counting instead of talking about your fucking summer. Really Move it along, Chief. My summer? Kevin, Zamira, what'd start, you do this summer? I started coaching again. That is so fantastic. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's so much juice. fun. It's so, so much fun. So man. I thought I love the, it. the last time we talked, you said you weren't going to start coaching again. You were no. just going to like do a... Uh, so friend of the pod. You are just going to do a Shannon yeah, Matthews. Shannon Matthews. Yep. He's in charge of the girls 05 EPD uh, state team. Uh-huh. And he asked me to come out and run the training sessions, the nice. trap sessions. So nice. we have three last week. We have two this week. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. It's super. It, it, it's different from club. 
because I mean, every player out there wants to make the team so badly. Wait, what's EDP? They, uh, EPD, Elite Player Development, I think is what it's called. Thank you. It's been a few years. Almost certainly, the yeah. acronym. Yeah, it's, it used to be ODP. Okay. Uh, oh, Washington right. changed. It's it's ODP at the regional level. Um, so, yep, feeds into our national team. And it's just, it's awesome. Every kid wants to be there. They want to be on the team. They do exactly what you say when you say it. It's super fun. That That's my highlight so far. Other than a lot of other family stuff. Family stuff was good, but I'm coaching. Yeah. Have you been on, uh, in studio since you went to L.A. and yes. watched that terrible team that you like? Oh, it was so much fun. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We talked fun. about it on the last yeah. show. Yep. L.A. is amazing. Yep. Yeah. Right on. Pierce, what's the most exciting thing you've done this summer? Tonight. Oh, yeah. This is Tonight pretty amazing. To- oh, come on. You produce <laughs> Fuck That's we, Delicious. He Fuck visited his old friend, Casey <laughs> Catherwood. That's yeah, for sure. baby. Yeah, it's always fun being with Casey. I've just been traveling a lot. I just went to Seattle and nice. saw my family and my grandpa. Haven't watched much soccer. I watched the World the World Cup fi- uh, finale. The, fi- the, final, finals. the final match. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in TV land, uh, which was cool. And um, yeah, I mean, this is probably definitely the highlight. So, yeah. Flounders B. Wow. Flounders B. Welcome to the team. Flounders B here. team podcast. That's right. Casey Catherwood. Well, since I know we're brief for time, yeah. your old friend Casey Catherwood's basically been living at Cheney Stadium yeah. for the last Oh yeah. <laughs> because you do Since April 2018. Uh, Cuz not only are you creative director for Sounders FC2, but you also have a major role for uh, Rainiers. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah. It's been a busy, busy season. I, it's been a pleasure to watch Sounders FC2, specifically because it is a new project. It's been so much fun. Um, obviously, one of the great marvels of Tacoma these days is the fact that they change its crown jewel stadium into a soccer field. Like They've done it like seven or eight times now. At a high cost, but yep. also the on the backs of incredible grounds crew. Um, we've watched we've we've watched a lot of great soccer at Cheney Stadium. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a pleasure to to do all sorts of wackiness at halftime shows, and of course, I mean the World Cup was the best. I mean yeah. that was definitely a highlight of the summer. The good news is we live on the West Coast. You get to wake up at four to six in the morning and watch a few soccer matches before you go to work. Uh, Brazil, Belgium is one of the highlights of my entire sporting life. <laughs> and yeah, great to be here as always. And it's nice to have my little friend here from New York to my right. Absolutely. Well, welcome. Thank welcome. Thanks for being here again, Casey. Looking forward to uh, talking about the club a little bit. And uh, yeah, here we go. Tim Hamilton. Here. Uh, Washington Wine Month. Tell us about that. No, thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just, it's Washington Wine Month, and we carry probably the, you know, right nine out of the ten stronger brands, and it's just bananas. Yep. B A N A N A S. Moving on. Do you get a All bonus? Right. A wine bonus? A wine uh, We'll see. A wine Well, I, a there, are, there are incentives out there, but when when you're carrying a, a, a brand that is really strong, they feel that they probably don't need to incentivize anything because they're the shit. So, what have you done for fun this summer? Nothing. Nope. I've been saving up my vacation for oh. uh, for oh. the impending child of Baba Femi Martins. Yeah, baby. Do you have a name? Are you settled on a on a name? Not at all. A nick, I do a like Baba Femi. I like Baba Femi. Yeah. Talking about baby. Maybe baby. Oh, maybe baby. Baba Femi Martins. Oh. That was well coordinated. Yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, good luck with your impending child. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't impact the show. 
Um, Absolutely. I don't know how much. Come on. Yeah. We're we're not. uh, We don't have that many. This isn't a large enterprise. Mm -hmm. So family medical leave is probably not going to happen for you. Is there paternal leave? The the, the show didn't skip a beat during the conception. So why should it during the birth? (laughs) Well, this is what? That was coffee break? What was that? Did time skip a beat during the conception? Uh, Not at all. Hey, yo. We'll be back in two and two. Moving like, on. What happened to this podcast when I was gone? <laughs> it's like it's like The View with a bunch oh, of dumb Jesus. guys. Oh, uh, Nate Bowling, Teacher Summer. Yeah. Uh, Tell t- us about your, your travels over the past month. Sure. So for those that don't, that don't know, my wife and I are both teachers. And so every summer we get out of the country. And it's always good to kind of cleanse your palate and your soul and see things uh, in the U.S. from abroad. So last year we did a month in Mexico. Uh, this year we went to Thailand, Malaysia, and Cambodia and just had us a gay old time. Wait. Uh, yeah. Did you have a holiday in Cambodia? You, actually, technically, you Kennedy's? Kennedy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All okay. Right. Well, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> no, no, please don't. <laughs> no. I'm Anytime excited. you can drop a dead Kennedy's reference yeah. in your yeah, podcast and two, two strangers get it, <laughs> no, you should keep non-jocks. that in. No, we all got it. I just want to just, I want the audience to hear that fall dead. <laughs> uh, I liked it. No, so what I'll say is just really Golly. fast. Uh, I've traveled extensively in Central America, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of similarities between Central America and Southeast Asia. Uh, Malaysia is amazing. Like I, I don't know. I, I always like rank and compare things, and I thought Malaysia was going to be like Mexico City level, mm-hmm. and like it's not. It's Hong Kong level, and like I was as blo- far as affluence and and, uh, and infrastructure. Uh, essentially, like I, I'm a dork, right? And I just I started googling per capita GDP and mm-hmm. doing comparisons, and like Malaysia is wealthier per capita than Russia. Uh huh. And I, that's not what I expect. But don't doesn't Malaysia also have one of the largest like income divides in the country? Well, like, well, the for biggest, sure. For uh, sure. Well, but homeless encampments and no. No? no, well, well, not not in the city of Kuala Lumpur, not where I was at. What, 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 okay, I was, what, I'll, what I'll say about Malaysia that really impressed me was was that because of British colonization, uh, it became a drawing point for uh, Indian migrants, and because there was a lot of mining being done, uh, they have Chinese migrants, and so you have a country hmm. that's basically like. It's so it's 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 English speaking across the board. Uh, it's forty no sorry sixty percent Malaysian, twenty five percent Chinese, and then Indians or whatever the rest of the math is. Uh, but like they're all Malaysian. They have this thing called Merdeka. It's like their national unity thing. And it's really the shit. Like it like Malaysia is the multicultural democracy America thinks it is. Uh, That's interesting. And but it's also it's also a um a, a monarchy, isn't it? No, that's no? No, Thailand's a monarchy. Uh, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. No, Ma- Malaysia's a democratic uh, country. And then so we went to Fair Malaysia, enough. Cambodia, Thailand. Like Cambodia is interesting. Like it's got a lot going on, not going to lie. Uh, and then we finished a trip actually like this week. It was two nights ago. We went and saw Thai Honda FC in the Thai Premier League. Right and on. like the th- awesome thing about being in Southeast Asia during the start of EPL season is, is that the matches are in prime time. So like you're walking down the street in Bangkok and like there's soccer bars that are packed because... Uh, Malaysians and Thai and Cambodian people are in love with soccer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we always sneak soccer on the trip. Great trip, but glad to be back. Right on. Well, we're, we back. are really glad you're back. The fourth official has indicated thirty seconds. Hey, that was we're actually doing pretty good. We yeah. got about a minute Segment seven a. seconds. Complete. This is great. This is great. Steve, well, what about you, huh? What about you? Oh, what are you doing? You doing all right, man? You have thirty seconds. You're illustrious. You got about fifteen seconds. Here you go. Come on, now you're out of time. Here we go. Segment B. Good to see you, Steve. This sounds like happy birthday. This sounds like a Fox News interview. Jesus Christ! Traffic, weather, 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 traffic on the five. You got still. You still have forty-three seconds. I spent a lot of time this summer with my wife. Spent some time on Lake Cushman. Spent some time at Lake Ohop, which is outside Eatonville, which is absolutely lovely. 
um, a lot of staycationing this year. It's been it's been a really good summer so far. Uh, house is shaping up. Uh, probably seen some pictures on the interwebs. You should be so lucky doing to come to this home. It's, it really is a gorgeous, gorgeous well, thank spot. Thank you, Casey. I appreciate that. Um, it's it's definitely coming along, and, and we've got uh, a lot of work left to do, but we're, well, not a lot, a moderate amount of work left to do. We're about to do some siding and painting, so. It's great to be here. Well, thank you. <laughs> timer. All right. That was a really great segment. So yeah, it's not so good. bad. Sure. It was quick. That was good. Moving around. Uh, the next 10 minutes has started. Talk a little bit, uh, Casey, if you can, about uh, S2 uh, versus Orange County. Uh, San, San Antonio. Antonio. Shit. Again, no, here we what? are back at uh, Steve not remembering last Saturday's <laughs> match, which it was his birthday. And I Wait. do. Say, I want to say out there to Sounders. Who played Orange County, though? Sounders and Somebody Sounders besides two, two fans <laughs> that if it's your birthday and you happen to get to a point where you have enjoyed your birthday so much that you barely or don't remember a match at Cheney Stadium at all. <laughs> There's no judgment coming from my camp or our organizations, and, and that's an official statement. As long as you are um, safe and getting safely, a drive getting home, yeah, getting a ride home, getting a, getting a driver. Absolutely. That's fair, right? Don't you yeah. think that's fair, Nate? I know you're you're I cackling. Mean, it's it's all about having a good time. It is. Right? I mean, why are we alive if we can't enjoy our own birthday, but once every 365 days? So I do no, remember. Steve has a birthday weekend. It's like a birthday week. Oh, man, it's. I'm still recovering from the whole fucking debacle right now. I'm. Yeah. I mean, all you have to let's, do is get let's that glorying up let's to 88 talk about miles the, an hour. The, the Where match itself, yeah, three well, nil. Did that was the, the score it was line, three, right? Three to two. Three it, to was two. A it was a close. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a really close match, and I definitely re recall at, at the half being like, "Oh, okay." No, that's right. Yeah, we were. Uh, it was three to two. It was it was much closer than you remember it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it really boils down to just to get us back on track. That I'm, Sounders. Let's let's talk about. Yeah, please. The Sounders. First team and Sounders two as a sort of a the correlation there. I do believe as that an integrated set of teams. Stop talking. I <laughs> do yourself. believe that both teams are trending in a similar direction. Yeah, it looks like S two is getting better, just like S one is getting, but like the mothership is getting better. And and we talked about this off air where it looks like some of the the you know maybe fringe players for S one are not getting any playing time, and then now. They're coming down to get some more PT. But for good reason, because mm -hmm. you've got guys that are back from the World Cup. You've got guys back that are healthy, injury. and yes, you've sir. got some new exciting players, not unlike our Peruvian flea, number nine, who is, I think, going to be one of the new exciting players for Sounders, the the, the first team. For sure. And so you're seeing both teams trending in a, in a good direction, and it's been fun to see the S2 boys win at home because... Listen, these guys are young. They care a lot. They are obviously trying their hardest. And to watch them get their butts kicked in the earlier parts of the yeah. season by USL teams that either don't have affiliate clubs that they're feeding players to or are just stacked with older guys that are on that the other side shave. of their yeah. careers that like are you know bigger and stronger than them. It's I have had very few joys in my sporting career um, and working in sports with and watching players, I've had very few joys as tremendous as watching S2 win at home. And those, those kids, they've, they've, they're on top of the world, the salute to the supporter section yeah. at the end of 90 minutes. I mean, that's one of the most 
fabulous things I've I've seen uh, up close in person and I'm excited. I'm excited for the direction of both teams, obviously, as a Sounders fan and as someone who works for S2. The thing that I love about the S2 experience, of course, is the intimacy of the venue, right? I mean, I'm my seats were literally four rows away from the field. The only additional distance is like the 20 feet between uh between the 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 stands and the and the sideline the side and we've got the we got the ball kids running boards, back yeah. and forth exactly the runner boards yeah i mean just you can see the expressions on the guys faces just up close and personal you can see when they think they fucked up you can see when they think they did a great job you can call their names out and that they try real hard not to turn their heads <laughs> and holler at you but oh. you, they know you heard them and <laughs> they so can hear us. one of the greatest things <laughs> they, de- that they definitely <laughs> can hear you. they can hear they can hear me oh, um, but i mean like i mean nate and i sitting in the same section and just just hollering at jordy dellum right and and telling him he's doing a great job and we love him rodrigue rodrigue seeing the, those guys on on the side of the pitch and running up the flanks and doing the hard work you get a real feel for if you're two thousand feet up you know in in row nosebleed z whatever at century link you 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 lose an appreciation for the scale of the game and how hard these guys are working totally. like how far you're running how fast you're running and and the that just the the angles that you've got to do to 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 do the work and how hard it is to to make a, a two-step fast break and to you know do that do that hard so anyway that's my experience i'm glad that you recognize that though and i think that that is something that will be always very cool about soccer in tacoma especially as we build this thing i mean this is our first shot at it and then is it ideal to have it in a baseball field probably not has it have we done our absolute best to make it as intimate and cool as possible with the best sight lines Absolutely. Yeah. And you have really, really cool seats. Yep. All of you guys do. Um, that being said, I don't think that that when this thing transmogrifies and bumps up five years from now and you go, you know, a, a, into the future and see another <clears throat> stadium, I think you're going to still see that same cool feeling at a soccer specific stadium. Well, here that, so how far are we from a, a, yeah, a timeline for the stadium? Yeah. yeah. Still yeah, looking at Oh man, they're working hard. Cool. I know that. Yeah, they're working <laughs> yeah. really, really hard. And I know that the, the right conversations are, have been had with the city. And I know that the progress is, is, um, well, I know they've, they've right put out they a bunch of uh, requests for proposals uh, uh, or a couple of requests for proposals um, from different contracting companies to, to put it out there. But that's as far as I know, uh, Metro parks is in charge of that process. I know that yeah. those conversations are being have being Great. had all the time. Fabulous. The we are full full blaze ahead that we are going to be having a soccer specific stadium in the very near future, and um, no matter what, when that becomes a reality mm-hmm. and there is a stadium, it will always be built with that intimacy in mind and like to make it that perfect sort of. We don't need a fifty thousand capacity stadium. Well, like, that's no, not, that's, that's not, not realistic. The thing that Tacoma needs or would ever <laughs> really want, and so it's gonna. It'll always be cool like that, and I think it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch the future of the Sounders or, you know, those guys that are on the fringe, like you said, like a Jordy Dellum, and give him that encouragement, and he can hear you, and mm-hmm. that's. I mean, that's totally cool right as a fan and someone that loves the team and has obviously made it a lifestyle like this sounders fandom is 100 percent a lifestyle and that's that's been a really really cool thing to to be a part of and notice this is this is more than just fandom for for you guys for you guys the listener yeah can i give you some appreciation 
Oh, just just a tiny bit. Yeah, seriously. Like, uh, lived in Tacoma my whole life. Grew up with the Tacoma Tigers. Now the Rainiers. Um, I even had a, a brief little spell when I was younger, being a Bat Boy for so the cool. Tigers. Like, so, so cool. I love Cheney Stadium. I love going to those games. Um, I love it because it's intimate and it's fun and it's Tacoma. And and that was my first S two game at Cheney Stadium, and it's it's a different soccer experience, and I loved it. Like That's I just really, got to really tell you, cool. like I had so much fun. Um, we were down pretty close, uh, but the staff super friendly. Um, they're having a good time too. Um, everybody's there to make sure that you have a good time. Um, the soccer, like the fun part about being there, is you see how fast and how hard all those guys are working out there, and so you do get some pretty cool sight lines. Yeah, um, because it's a different configuration than you're probably used to. But I got to tell you, man, that was a fun electric. Um, atmosphere. Um, it was it was absolutely enjoyable from minute one mm-hmm. to minute ninety plus stoppage time. Stoppage time is yeah. so important it's, to, it's my, to my, my young brother fun. here. Yeah. Yeah. The stop. I mean, like it's, the, just it's so important that there's stoppage time on yeah. both sides of a half. Yeah. Well, it's great. You know, it's like a fixed <laughs> amount of time plus plus a li- plus a little bit of extra. I mean, how many yeah. baseball games have we seen that went four hours? No. It's this doesn't go for ours. It goes a little extra. A little, a little extra. extra. Yeah, a little I do extra. think that there is something extra. to be said for a yeah. halftime show, too. And I think that the, I, yep. mean, I just, I believe that no matter what, and I, it was, was it you that was on the, that podcast where the people were just so upset about the halftime yeah, entertainment? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, that was, <laughs> I so, went to that for it. So yeah. someone sent, and thank Good. you. Obviously, Nate, you're wonderful. And thank you for being such a, uh, a bastion of, just passion for the things that you care about. I do Thank you, man. always, I always respect you for that because, um, that's not always the easiest thing to do in anything in life. And obviously, you know, that I mirror that in what I do. Like, I hope that you see that in me. Uh, but the, just what, what is, what is, what could be bad about a halftime show and why don't people do it more often? So I sent you that tweet today yeah. about the Diplo Diplo, Diplo, I don't yeah. know, Diplo, bobbleheads yeah. for Phoenix Rising. Yeah. And like Las Vegas is doing some fun stuff. Like my halftime for S2 was super fun. Like it is there's some there's some the fun Americanization yep. of the game that's going on mm-hmm. that's not it's not distracting, right? Like when the MLS started, there were the fifty yard shootouts Gross. and they dribble in and it was like okay, I think that's like, f- we're messing with the game. Fun. Like I mean, you're not messing with the game. You're adding to it. You're yep. enhancing it. And yep. you're enhancing But so many um, people can just experience. ignore it if they want. And that yeah. was like I, yeah. I and you didn't it's say fun. that you don't like you it. You didn't say that as an argument into the two Well but no, here's the thing. It, like, like like okay, the United States has not proven an appetite to watch a pure like European style second division soccer league. I'm not like you, yes. you need chicanery. Yeah. And like I, I, when is the last time you saw a halftime show at a sporting event you had an opinion about? Right. right? Like, yeah. like the fact just, if, if you can't embrace the joy being offered by, uh, the Rainier's operation here or by like, like Las Vegas is doing insanity. Like we went down there in June. It is absolutely insane. It's like, like that is that like, like, like bring it, just bring it all. Yeah. Casey's halftime show is like the gong show. No, it's it so fun. Absolutely ridiculous. It does not take away disturbed. from the game. Don't it, touch the game. it has yeah. nothing to do yeah. with the game. No, though. it doesn't. You add to it. It's you a, add it's a to the commercial fun. break. Yep. Exactly. So that's the commercial break. It's so much fun. That's, take. Where, that's where I was going to go. Is that you go to a Sounders, you know, mothership match and all they're doing is just, pumping ads in front of your face you know yep. try this credit card use this cell phone and like that's fine buy this subaru from so and so 
I, I don't mind. I mean, fine. If you, you want to use halftime to go take a leak, go take a leak. But absolutely, if you're not gonna go go, take a... go pee, go get fries, whatever, get another beer. Absolutely. But, but if you're going to be sitting that, in the seats, yeah. For those of us that are going to sit down, fine. Let's you know, let's do something. Let's watch something besides staring at our phones. Literally anything better than but that stuff's air. also sure. pumped through the stadium, so you can hear it on the audio. All the TVs have the chicanery. You got Epic Sax Gorilla on the roof at a baseball game. We got Epic Sax Gorilla on a roof. Dancing with Casey Catherwood, being shot. Ellen and I already shut it down. (laughs) Are you serious? I don't want to talk. Being, but I mean, (laughs) but y'all had a a drone flying. 800 feet in the air and you've you've got this 80s oh, style down. action movie <laughs> with epic sax gorilla and casey Cathwood doing this at a baseball game that's zip sad line. that they zip shut line, it down zipline sax gorilla i want a zipline for sure <laughs> dude my 13 year old daughter that's amazing ever, can't possibly be bothered to take her nose away from her phone had an amazing time. That's so cool. Her, her head I was up. That. that makes me happy. She was watching the game, and at halftime, she was laughing. She's oh, like, what's wonderful. going on? Yeah. Where's the gorilla? <laughs> she had better Why jokes are they than dancing? Steve. Oh, yeah. It, it was, that we had an amazing happy. time. That makes like, me happy. Yeah. yeah. It was me and my daughter at the game, and I'm telling you, it was fun from minute one to the very end. We, we absolutely loved it. But I, I do time. think you left some um, anything that ends with X. Off the table, like yeah. So e- epic facts, gorilla. I love epic facts, gorilla. That's so funny. Well, we started with epic. Well, sax, I had epic. epic I made the joke, so I wanted to do epic tax, gorilla. Yeah. He was like struggling, like with a bunch of, of his old calculators with a paper. Ten forties walking around. We still made the joke. We still made the joke, but you know, epic it might have gotten lost in translation. Epic yeah. hacks. Uh, epic snacks. I like snacks. Yeah, I, yeah. I call it snacks. I was like, well, you should come out here with the, like, a t- <laughs> like a t-shirt cannon full of hot dogs. And just <laughs> them the, then, you, know. you did that. You yeah, uh, you did. had the, the hot that. dog. Did girl. you remember that? Steve? I remember did hot did dog you? girl from the baseball oh, game. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta love hot dog girl. You gotta love okay. hot dog girl. I mean, just um, life you is life me, is too short to not. I did think it was really beautiful, and that's the last thing I'm going to say about the the hands free podcast. Um was your whole point was but you have an opinion about it yeah yeah and it's yeah. like when was the last time you saw a commercial yeah you, you know a it. commercial is good if you have an opinion about it mm-hmm. and literally the the crazy yep. thing about advertising and i think that advertising and game entertainment are they're not they're not brother and sister but they might be cousins uh, is the fact that if you have an opinion about an advertisement and you go, oh, the AMPM ad, Tungas, he's so, he's the worst. Oh, Tungas is the worst. You know what I'm talking about? The oh, Tungas. Yeah, the guy, the guy he's like made, made of, of candy and stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you think that's good or bad because guess what? It if in you your literally brain. are thinking about yep. AMPM for three yep. seconds longer than you were going to than if you had Yesterday. seen the ad. Yep. Absolutely, um, but obviously, I I will always be sad when people don't absolutely love it because I'm uh, I'm if, I, I had a rough childhood. I'll take your cool. I'll take your chicanery <laughs> over over hydro races. Oh. Yeah. and oh yeah, the hat game. Oh, the hat game. The hat just, game just is so kill dumb. me kill me in front of witnesses, please. <laughs> Beautiful S two uh, topic up and down trend. I think it's time for uh, segment B. Yeah, yeah Steve. Um, but uh, Casey Catherwood, thank you so much for bringing your friend and brother Pierce uh, down to uh, talk with us today. Uh, Pierce, again, uh, works with Vice. If you have not gone down to an S2 match, you are missing out. It is a fantastic experience. Tacoma's great. We'd love to have you uh, come on down and, and see the future of MLS and Sounders play uh, in this stadium in Tacoma, in Cheney, in the best venue in three counties. 
Thank you. And with that, we're going to take a little bit of a break, and you are listening to the Flounders B Team Podcast. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome back to the Flounders Speed Team Podcast. Of course, I'm Steve Kettleson. Uh, Casey and Pierce have left left us in studio, of course, still left Kevin, Tim, and Nathan. Hey, hold and, on, is that... Um, so the FC Dallas match was our fifth. I thought it was Orange uh, County. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yes. Like three, three nothing, right? <laughs> this one was a win, and it was 2-1. Two, two set pieces. Dick. <laughs> but at any rate um yeah it's our fifth straight victory eight match unbeaten streak so far it all seems to be coming up roses uh we've got a couple of tough games coming up um uh, we're gonna play la at home um we're gonna play la at home ibrahimovic reportedly is not gonna show up oh i just said that oh okay i'm I'm speculating that ibrahimovic is not going to be here uh yeah because we're playing playing on on turf I I I I think I read that on the internet. So yeah, it doesn't too. matter to me. I and got the interwebs never seats. lies. So yeah, yeah. Interweb is the no. the collection of truth. Yes. Some both gave me two hundred each for my seats. What? Are you kidding me? That's why I I, I was ridiculous. You Are we all? Can you hear us all? No. I can hear you. That's fine. Okay, take then, it. No, great. So someone yeah, take I put them up on SeatGeek, and I was like, well, if I'm not going to this game, somebody's going to have to pay me for it. And just in the ran- middle of night, I get this each? text: two hundred each. Take it. Oh, it's done. I've yeah. Nice. I've that's half, your, that's that half your season ticket package right there. Bless you, Tim. Give or take. <laughs> 400 bucks? Bless you for keeping our economy moving, mm, Tim. Yeah. Well done. You're a job creator. Yes. So, but I'm probably going to buy some seats for like 50 bucks each behind my seats and just look. It's like, ooh, look at this. <laughs> that's dumbass. a hundred. That's <laughs> $300 profit. Well done. To what? Your two. Are they taken? My two. Um, We have uh four for L.A., and uh, we're gonna go to the game, and we're bringing uh, we're bringing a family friend. He's and not going to the game, by the way. No, we're both going. We're all going. He's not going to the game. No, we're he going. Gonna make it. <laughs> no, I'll make it. It'll be fine. Uh, Las yes, Vegas it. has taken Steve making it to the game bets off the table. <laughs> the over under is at maybe. <laughs> Walk us through the goals. Line up. Walk us through uh, the lineups first. Gonzalez yes. in back. This is for Dallas. Uh, Pedroso, Ziegler, Hedges, and. Cannon of the back four from Ooh, left to right. Ayola uh, and Gresso are defensive mids. Uh, attacking mids, Lama, Maxi Arudi, Barrios, and up top we have Dominic Baji. So they're in a 4-2-3-1? 4-2-3-1, just okay. like us. Yep. Uh, Baji came from Baji, Colorado Baji, Baji. in exchange for Kellen Acosta. And a bag of Ouch bags. for Kellen Acosta. If you're getting moved to Colorado. It, it was it was one of those things where they he, things had Still, sour. still, I say, 
he should be playing in the championship Ouch. or for standard Liège right now. Yeah. And Dallas should have sold him last year. And it's a disservice to him and to Dallas that they didn't cash in on him last and year. And I know he wasn't like having the greatest season in the world, but he just needed to change the scenery. Yeah. I swear to God. You know that we talked but about Colorado. This in the past. I mean, what? Colorado's beautiful. I hear the the uh um was it the Blue skies you've ever seen? Yeah, something We're in like Colorado. That. Yeah, Colorado. There you go. Um, great place to visit. I wouldn't say it's a great soccer he's team. He's just though. there for the red blood cells. Okay, I hope so. I hope he's blood doping. <laughs> he's doping as a moment. <laughs> I hope he's blood doping. That's a uh, tough trade, though. It, I mean, yes and no. I mean, where are you going to go? He, he, Not he Colorado. He needed to get out of Dallas. He's a, he's a homegrown. He's been there forever, and he probably just kind of soured himself and lost okay. his. Can, nah, fair enough. I'm, I'm just saying, that like that's a tough, mojo. People that's a in glass switch. houses shouldn't throw stones because I'm looking at his situation and I'm thinking about uh, Jordan Morris next season. He should go to Colorado. Well, so think about the young American prospect who has a chance to go to Europe, who doesn't go to Europe, who gets injured, who loses their starting spot, who shows for playing time, who loses value. Whose dad is the doctor? This no, this is this is all refuse no, to lose, gotta love these guys. We're they're they're hitching their, their cartoon wagon to this kid. Is Jomo gonna be like able to even come back and play? Well, we talked about that. I mean they're they're banking on him next year. I honestly Why? don't see it. Yeah, I don't like we've talked about. It. Yeah. I don't see the speed coming back right away. Like knee and injury, and unless, you want speed to come back unless that tough. knee ligament comes with the left foot. Yeah, and disclaimer that shouldn't have to be made, but needs to be made is is we all love Jordan Morris. Oh yeah, want him to be healthy, want him to be a the most successful player, but a speed dependent player with the completely reconstructed knee. Yep, uh, who already was limited in yeah. his skill set mm-hmm. is concerning. Yeah, it, it one of the things I've noticed being back out coaching for just a little bit. How many um, Jomo, Jordan Morris, shirts, uh, like all the kids are wearing. Yeah. Like there's nothing but love for this kid. Nothing mm-hmm. but love. He, he's amazing. And he's doing great things off the field too. So uh, this is not some character assault on Jordan Morris. I just like, if the guy's main attribute on the field is speed and his right foot and a lack of a left foot and he's had knee injuries... So he's going to go to I'm right back? I'm just curious. <laughs> he could. <laughs> and I, can you imagine he could. him and Brad? Oh, oh he could. Well, and I wasn't trying to derail things, but but there, there's, there's something to be said for that fringe national team level uh, homegrown MLS player about when they do or don't jump to Europe that can either stunt their career or accelerate their career. Uh-huh. And so I think it's interesting to look at what happened with Acosta and compare Acosta to, say, Yedlin. Or look at what happened with Acosta. Speaking and, of knee injuries. And look at like where, frankly, Chris, Christian Roldan is. Like Roldan and the Sounders are going to face a conversation about uh, do we sell you if Red Africa comes along at some point too. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 essentially the model we're moving toward is is you come up in MLS uh, in an academy, you do well, you move to Europe, and you come back for the fat check after you're famous. That's like, right? Weston McKinney. Michael Bradley, Josie Altador, right? Mm-hmm. Clint Dempsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, it's just, I, I, the Acosta, sorry, the Acosta situation to me is a cautionary tale. That's all. No, I, I do not disagree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a tough move to Colorado. All right. Anyway, you were saying, sorry. No, no, that was, a, that was their starting lineup. And I, I thought that, you know, if he wasn't going to go overseas, then he needed to get the hell out of Dallas regardless. Yep. Agree. Yep. So, okay. New Zealand, and he scored twice in two games. So, why not? Oh, I didn't know that. He has? Yeah, he's, he's doing great for Colorado. Oh, shit. I didn't even Blood know that. Inside. My bad. <laughs> Good job. Well on it. Well, are on they playing him as an 8 or a 10? Um, yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, 
I don't know. I don't watch Colorado. It's you know they. I think Timmy uh, Timmy has finally woken up. Yeah. By know? the way, Tim Howard is Tim Howard is playing his Twilight Years in Commerce City, California. Good job, uh, Grandpa Tim, for well two point five million dollars a year. God bless you, Grandpa Tim. No, well done. Put differently, Tim Howard is making how much more money than Stephen Fry? Oh, bum bum hell. <laughs> okay. That's not fair. That's not yeah. All right. Well, at the same time, I mean, he is that like established chef that's coming back and yeah. and he's up against somebody that that Oprah doesn't have in her book club yet. But are, are people yep. from the suburbs of Colorado driving to games to see Timmy Howard play? No. Mm. Right? So like I just I We're on the Stephen Fry. No, no, we're all on the Stephen Fry bandwagon. That oh, guy's oh, bloody yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. And he he is going to be and we've talked about this on last week or so. He's going to be the the lost the the lost kid in this whole thing where he's going to get brought he's going to get passed up by some twenty somethings from the newer generation. Yep. yep. And he he had his opportunity and he just wasn't. He got hurt. Mom spaghetti. Yeah. Something happened. That Stefan's kid in Columbus has already passed him by. Frankly, on so not in quality in my opinion, but as far as like uh, where he is on the U.S. roster, yeah. Yeah, and and hopefully he can get it. He can maybe he can squeeze into that uh, uh, Nick Romano role where he's just always the second stringer. Yeah. You know, maybe get a gold cup or two. Yeah, if he if he could become the Nick Romano going forward, I would take that in a heartbeat. Sure, because Romano's not Romano anymore. Nah, yeah, he's right. not. But he was Romano for a long, yep. long time. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, Fry and goal as obviously uh, from left to right. Brad Smith, the, the kid new. That, how from Burnmouth. Who I kept calling AFC Evans Burnmouth. on the last podcast. Brad Smith. And that was an accident. I apologize for that. It Brad was a Smith, slip. Marshall Kihi, Leardham. Um, we had Kihi back. Kihi took a kind of nasty ankle and pulled himself yeah. out of the game. Yeah. Um, but apparently he's okay. You know, cracking skulls in MLS. By the way, that's our best back line. True. Not not by a wide margin. I know Torres isn't in there, but but that's our best back line. Can I say a word in Torres' defense? No, do. Yeah, please do. What if I told you that it's Roman Torres is the best crosser of the ball on the team. I wouldn't disagree with you. I wouldn't. Like, he's got an assist. <laughs> no, but no, Torres wrong. has a place in our team. I'm, a, and I'm also way better saying, crosser than Nuhu is, and Nuhu plays out wide. Like, if not, Nuhu, not anymore. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, if Nuhu could cross like Torres, Smith would not have been brought in. Exactly. Don't disagree with you. I, I don't. I don't think that's our best backline by a wide margin. That was awful, by the way. You guys. I, I think that's a, that's our best backline. I agree, by the way, by a small margin. If you slipped Torres in there for either Marshall or Kihi, it'd yeah. still be the very very good. The, the, the variance, the, the variance game to game, just with performance for Svenson every player, is and Alonzo even that out. Alonzo's a six, Svensson's the okay. eight. Alonzo looked better today, or, or what? He's been Sunday. looking better. He's been he, looking. He better. looked like he's starting to get it back. Like it's. Alonzo? The, yeah. I know we we talk like oh the game's gonna pass him by. Eh, no, it it okay. has it has. He wasn't hundred percent passing, but I wonder how much longer he can keep it up for. So here's my thing: is yeah. there's been the banish Alonzo to the bench conversation. What I think we need is a true rotation. Yeah, like, yeah. I yeah don't banish. No, I want rotate. a true rotation with yep. Alonzo, Svensson, rolled on. Mm-hmm. Rotate, rotate, rotate. Yeah, through and this rolls. is this is this feels weird coming from me. Yeah. You could throw Dellum into that rotation for the for Easily. the two defensive center midfielders. If you put Dellum next to Svensson, yeah, I think you're in a good place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm okay with that. Just to give Ozzy a break. And I never thought I'd say this. Uh, well, actually, I said this on our, on our thread. Yeah, I have some concerns about how uh, the locker room is going to respond to some moves that Schmetz uh, is making. And I'd like to see a couple more rotations if we want to go here. Okay, yeah. Uh, 
Tim, you okay with going here? Your, uh, let me second. finish the, the lineup because okay. this has to do with some attacking midfielders. Mm-hmm. Rodon, okay. Ladero, and Ship. Rodon is on the right. Ladero's in the middle. Ship is on the left. And up top, we have uh, Raul. So, uh, talking about rotation. You know, yeah. we're talking about center. I mean, this we have so much. If everybody's healthy, holy crap, we have so much more flexibility. You want to talk about central defenders. We could drop uh, Ladero back. We could drop... Mm-hmm. Rolled on back. I mean, we're going to have into that mm-hmm. defensive one, center mid spot. We're going to have yep. two or three really start, starting caliber players. You have on our bench or not even in the eighteen. Svensson, rolled on. You could drop Ladero. Um, Jordy Dellum can play there. Ozzy can play there. That's five players for two spots. Yep. And yeah. this this helps us. We were talking in between. You know, maybe this was recorded or not. But when we do decide to go to a four four two, you bring in Bruin. Whoa, whoa. What are you talking about? Well, and that's where I was going. Is yeah. I want to talk. About, no, I want to talk about a four four two, and I want to talk. I, I'll be the guy to say this. I actually think that this thing with Clinton Dempsey not being eighteen is shitty. Like I, I wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah. Clint Dempsey not being in the lineup makes us a better team. I don't. Who who's been saying that for like a so, year so and I'm, a half? I don't know. I want to see. Hey, I you want to write about him in a four four two. I want to exactly. I want to see Clinton Dempsey in a four four two with Rudy as. Um, what for 30 to 60 minutes at a time yeah i want to see clint for 60 bruin for 30 bruin for 30 clint for 60 i, I yes with Rui diaz yes in a 4-4-2 yes why would you mess with a winning streak mm-hmm. uh, no and, and that's an honest question toronto like, I, toronto in mls cup boom yeah no 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 change I agree. formation mm-hmm. but and, uh, i'm saying change for the right tactical reasons yeah, so uh, what i would say is is this team is winning right now on the back of our defense our yep. offense is still not clicking, and I think that one of the things that we need to do to unlock the defense is we need a two-forward set. So, I don't disagree. I think you can play a two-forward set. Schmetzer's on record is saying the thing that's keeping him up at night is, how do I play a two-forward set? Or do I play a two-forward set? Do, do I go with Rudiaz and X? Name I, next you go one. for Rudiaz? Is, is it Dempsey? Is it Bruin? My guess right now is yes. it's Bruin. It's Bruin for 60, Dempsey for 30, Dempsey yep. for 60, Bruin for 30. Like yep. that's, that's not rocket science to me. Uh, you know, well, well, here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. I'm glad you said that. Here's the other thing that's not rocket science. If you go back, there's a there's a clearly a part A and a part B to this season for the Sounders. Indeed. Um, they were like, what, three, nine, and three mm-hmm. through the first 15 games? Really bad. And now they're 6-0 oh, and 2 yep. through the last eight. And the biggest two changes um, that I can see from a lineup perspective... Um, they didn't change formations, not really. But the biggest thing is Ladero starting every single game, either as the 10 or he's playing like a 7. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the other big change is Kim Kihi is always playing center back. Mm-hmm. Always. It's mostly with Chad Marshall. It's been with Torres. Um, but he's always starting. So we, we've got very consistent center backs. I'll, I'm going to argue you're, you're missing a third change. You're missing a third change. There's obviously been some sorting out at the outside back position. So Leardom's back. Yeah. That's not as, as clear a delineation, right? So we haven't lost a game since June 30th against Portland. And if you look at the June 30th lineup, and then you look at every lineup after that, no Dempsey in the starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played, but not much. No Dempsey. Kim Kihi is in every starting lineup. Um, and then you look at the outside backs. There's no more... Um, Jordan McCrary. Yep, McCrary and Francis. It's Absolutely. Leardom and or Nuhu. Smith, yeah. 
right? Leardon being there. healthy. So our back line has become steadier. Transformed. And I think Kim yeah. Kihi has become more acclimated. Yeah. And he's become more connected to whoever's next to him. And even though I think Ladero's shelf life is coming to an end, he is much better as a 10 than Dempsey. Oh, no, for sure. And yeah. so here's what I'd say. The, the so fact it's not rocket science. The fact that you're missing, right. though, in your, in your changes is, is Rodriguez's presence as well. So Rodriguez... Wait, wait, wait. No, Rodriguez has no, only he's played barely like been 15 back. minutes in the last nine... Yeah, he's no, been no. out. So he came in in the last game. If you yeah. look at when, when Rodriguez returned to the roster... So he hasn't played in every game, obviously, but in the... He's in, only been back a couple games. No. He just played one game in this last game. That was it. That was at home was his was last this, introduction. Yeah, that was, was his last return. And then you're talking about Ruby Diaz? No. Am I Big, smoking right now? Yes, you, you are. might be. A little bit. Yeah. I, I don't think... This is what happens when you leave the country for a month, apparently. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. A little bit. So, no, no. I, I looked at all the rosters. No, I really didn't. Right. I looked at the starting lineups. Ship um, has been in. Ruby yeah, Diaz that, has been in. That's probably the one Harry Ship is huge. Is, Okay. Ship has actually been very good. He's probably Stab had one bad game yeah. in the past eight. He's well, that's the other rotation then. That's the other rotation. So Ship's been very a good. A Ship Rodriguez rotation. Yep. A rotation with the center back, with side, the defensive mids, I, and a rotation yeah. up top. Yeah. Like well, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm saying we've become better without Dempsey. Yeah. And with a steady center back pairing. And by the which way, this isn't rocket science. This is not me calling for Clint Dempsey to be starting games. No. What I'm saying is, is that Clint, there's a place for Clint Dempsey in the 18. There is. Oh, no question about it. He's been a part of the The place that was occupied by Tony Alfaro. In this, in this eight-game streak, he's been a part of the team. Yeah. He's come in for 30-ish yeah. minutes. Yeah. He's come in around the 60-minute mark. Like No question about that. But it's, it's not rocket science to get your best 11 out there yeah. and to be steady. And I give, I give Spencer credit because he tried things. He had guys hurt. He had guys out. Um, he didn't have the signings. Like obviously, adding who he's international added, duty, nut right? tap, red card, yes, <laughs> World Cup, like all that stuff screwed him up. And I give Schmetzer credit for trying things, except for Alex Roldan. I don't give him credit for trying him <laughs> as a starter. Yeah. Right? I, I, that's a that's a subtraction. Give that kid time; he'll be good. But it's not rocket science. Get your best eleven out there, and he's done it, and they've been steady, uh, and it's been better. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'm with you on the rotation. Yeah. I'm with you on the rotation. Uh, to Nate's point earlier, I think uh, there's been a lot of uh, kind of media questions uh, today. The press conference um, spent a little bit of time with Brian Schmetzer on locker room management, which I think everybody is kind of aware of as, as a as a kind of a Wait. an issue for what explain explain this to me. I don't I don't I don't get I don't get what the issues are. There is it, a. He's not a tactical guy. He you tries, see, but you he's see not them working. navigating some of this. Like at the press conference, they announced Smith. Mm-hmm. They talk about Smith being a left-sided player, with the idea that Smith was going to go up to left wing and play as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the issue being at left wing, you have Rodriguez uh-huh. and Ship already. Yeah. So how much time will he get there? Yep. But and isn't then, that management? Yeah, they, they, and then, isn't, isn't that actually keeping the language they've used specifically as left? Sided, not mm-hmm. left back. Not if you don't back, think, isn't that a good thing? Sided. No, he is Jovan Jones at this point. No, but if, if you don't think there's a connection between the acquisition of Smith and the complications with Nuhu, no, I do. Yeah, like, like absolutely. There's a one to one correlation. Oh yeah, but but you get um, you guys are uh, okay. So let me explain. And, and we're so speculating you're, you're to some questioning extent. Questioning yeah. Schmetzer's locker room management, and I'm taking that as you saying we're curious. He's about not doing a good job with it. Am I wrong? There? I, no, I'm, I'm saying I have questions. Okay. Yes. We're questioning questions. it. Yeah. About how well he's doing? I, have, I think he's doing a good job with it. I have questions about how the locker room is going to operate 
if you have Clint Dempsey, the highest paid player on the team, not making 18 consistently, mm-hmm. and you have New Who since Tacoma to play. I think Clint Dempsey wants to fish and score goals. So I think he's okay with I think he's okay with probably being told here's what you're going to do. And I, I and I, I don't think there's any reports out there saying Clint Dempsey's pissed. I don't and he's had the back pain issues. I don't know if that's a proxy for something else. I'm just I'm just saying I have questions. That's no, all. no, no, no. Yeah. And and that's fair. That's fair. That's I, fair. It's I'm, not per- I'm being a little bit devil's advocate. Well, and Schmetz is your boy. A little bit. I like Schmetzer. I like Schmetzer. Of course. You, you defend Schmetz. I do. I, I defend do. Nagel. It's yeah. Good. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. But it is That's an true. opportunity for Schmetzer to highlight that man, but man, here's that what I man think. management. And, I was and, on and record how to, mm-hmm. last podcast mm-hmm. saying there's a hole at left back. Francis and Nuhu are a hole at left back. Uh-huh. You can't trust them going forward, and you can't trust them defensively. So they brought in a left back. And, and, in- and Schmetzer tempered that by saying we brought in a left-sided player yes can i add one thing also in your defense um you were you you had questions about the halftime sub of new who in that no i didn't have any questions well you knew knew what it was you said it was was disciplinary no i I was like that's not tactical right they fucking yanked his ass that was personnel that was that wasn't tactical yeah he's covering for him and that and that that, that was Schmetzer up. managing. And that like, showed up. And yeah, and, yeah in your defense, it that came showed out up later. And, that's discipline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that, that was Schmetzer that. managing, I thought. I think that's Schmetzer going. Well, like, he didn't deny it. He just this, kept it in house. He said, curtain, you know, this is a decision. Behind the curtain, he's like, Nuhu, don't fucking disregard us when we coach you. We're right. coaching you. Yeah. Don't disregard us or disrespect us. Uh-huh. I'm subbing your ass. Yep. In public, he said, Oh, it was tactical. Yep. Oh, it was this. And yep. we're not he selling him. him. Yeah. He said specifically yeah, it wasn't not, disciplined and we're not yeah. selling him. Right. I'm, I'm arguing I think Schmetzer's doing That's a strong. good job That's a strong with argument. the man management. Very strong argument. That's what I'm arguing. I have questions also I, about roster management and Garth. Oh, because, I'm not going to argue with you there. Because right now we're Ooh. sitting with three left backs on our team. I'm not going to argue with you there. In a market where many teams are looking for left backs. Mm-hmm. And they're a premium. And the fact that we couldn't turn Waylon Francis into an asset is, Nodding. is, is a failure to me. Nodding. Uh, the transfer window, like Francis, if if, if we're going to bring Smith in, then knew who's the backup and Francis should have been moved. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we no couldn't question. move Francis was, was, is problematic to me. Yep. Like you need three starting caliber center backs. You do not need three starting caliber left no! backs. No, you so, don't. Now, okay, no, now, you don't. That being said, Thank you. <laughs> The uh, transfer window not is disagree. closed. It is closed. But the roster freeze, US whatever, free agency, yeah, is not. So we are. Not, we can pick up people that are on a free. Yeah, another left back. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm just saying. What if? Seriously. What if? What if they just simply waive him, and then somebody picks up his contract? If, if here's they my can thing. add him to the roster, well, the and then we wash if, our if, hands with if him. If we waive him. After paying money for him and get nothing in return for him, that's another failure. That's but bad business. Doesn't, that's Wolf Eichram. Don't we just? That's Wolf Eichram. Don't we just like Wolf Eichram? Oh, him, don't get don't, me started. Doesn't that just, you know, somebody else picks up his contract yeah. and then we have his but contract? The, the that's point two hundred grand in Tam we lost. The, the point like, is though that like left backs are a premium in the Thank league. You. I'm asking. Left backs are a premium in the league, and if you give up a, so we're all pissed at Francis. But Francis is a starting caliber left back in most of the league. He is. And if we cannot get anything in compensation for a left back in 2018 yep. in, in, in the MLS, that's a, that's a failure. And yeah. like, he should have been moved, period. Well, Blame I New think England. wholeheartedly you should question Garth in this whole thing. Obviously, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand for Schmetzer because I like the guy. I think he does a good job. Schmetzer apologist. I am. I'm a stand for Schmetzer. I think he does a great job. But 
It's a great question. Why would you have three arguably starting quality left backs on your roster after the transfer window's closed? And I'll add that Alfaro's position of like second bestness. Yeah, is he, left could, back. he could be a left back too. So we have four left. We have four left backs <laughs> on the team. Like, Fucking hell. That's 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 weird to me. We have, I, it, there were a couple kids that stood out at the S two game. And Alfaro was honestly one of them. Yeah. Wingo, no question. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh my god, that guy Alfaro, can fly. Alfaro was one of them. He was a, he was one of the men that was out there. Um, he I got to be honest. Wing, Wingo made USL uh, uh, team of the week. He finished yep. two out of his ten chances. It was awesome. <laughs> um, Shots. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know who didn't stand out? Alex Roldan. Didn't stand oh out. yeah, he kind of just blended in. Yeah, he kind of blended in. But here's the yeah. thing: I'm okay with him blending in. He should. He is in his. He's in his rookie season. Yeah, he should be playing in USL and not in MLS right now. And he should be learning. And if if, if, he, if he's blending in, that means he's not making mistakes. He's had more I, MLS minutes than I, I'm probably being too hard on him. Dempsey. Well, but, but 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 we all think he shouldn't have had those minutes. Yeah, yeah so they're undeserved minutes. Yeah, shouldn't have. I, I, so, I thought they should have gotten a Wolf Icrum. Can yes. I, that still baffles. Yes. Me. So it's funny when we were when we were yes. off off air. I was like, "Why are we going to talk roster stuff? We're talking roster stuff now." Uh-huh. <laughs> Can I just add one uh-huh. more thing, please? Where is Felix Chekum? Seriously, um, is he still hurt? Where he's is he? He's on a note carton somewhere. Do you remember the Open Cup when like we lost that game against yep. a USL team and like Chinkum uh, didn't play and they didn't play in the MLS game the next like that that week? Like the the Chinkum saga to me is another just glaring roster management failure that is yeah. very frustrating to watch. Yeah. So uh, wait. So looks I'm gonna like br- beginning wait. of June. He had some sort of muscle injury. I'm gonna bring this up. There was a Twitter kerfluffle. Yeah, he's on the a IR. while ago about um, approaching this season. And if we made mistakes, lots of them a- approaching the season, and there were, and and you you posited that um, on Twitter that we made mistakes. I don't know how anybody could possibly question for even a second that we didn't make mistakes, big, huge, major mistakes going into the season. Huge, Chinkum, one of them, yep. for sure. Like absolutely no question. Either leave them in Tacoma. Yeah, or bring him up. If we bring him up, play him. So now we're not playing him in Tacoma or in Seattle. It's like, it's, but he's still and, on injury. So and, I mean, it, it, so it, he's injured. Okay, I, I didn't, <laughs> so I'm yeah, he's been injured Twitter for two and a half sudden, months. People getting very, very excited about our season because we've done well in the past eight games. Uh huh. As if the first fifteen games before that aren't a condemnation. For how we approach this season. They certainly ought to be, and they certainly are. We're, we're a different team now. I was talking with somebody on Twitter uh, the yeah. other day about that. Um, yes. He's like, well, there's definitely going to be a reversion to mean. But the, the, sure, I mean, we're not going to win. we're not going to win every game? Exactly. Weird. It's like, Shocking. no, but it's a new mean. Because nice nice we job, have a, stats guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah we had right? less than a point <laughs> per off. game in the uh, first 15. We had over <laughs> two points per game in the last eight. Obviously. Right, and, and that's obviously. great, and that's wonderful. But, I, but given... A, a number of things. A number of players have stepped up um, because they knew that their positions were threatened. And uh, like Harry Ship is definitely a, a shining example of that. Yep. Ladero's um, been better. Ship's been better. Yep. Um, Ozzy's been better. Kim Kihi is yep. acclimated. Oh, Kim Kihi is got to be like after our, the World Cup. No He's got to be one of our best acquisitions. Like, like of he course. is the Svensson for 2018. He yep. really is. Yeah. 
I mean, solid, solid player. Every time I look at him, I'm like, he just looks so fucking good all the time. Like, whatever's asked of him, he'll do. He's zonal, he's man-to-man, whatever whatever the the situation calls for, he's doing what he needs to be doing. He's fast, he'll play with his head all busted up. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, uh, We're a different team now. We have different players. We are sticking right now with a 4-2-3-1, and um, just just, the time... I just wouldn't tinker with it. (laughs) I just would not tinker... With a winning streak, no. I you have what? options to switch to a four four two. You could go flat mm-hmm. four. You could go diamond four. Flat. You could go a four one four one, mm-hmm. and and basically the same thing. Five three two. I just would not tinker with what's working right now. So to I your point, what's going to happen? We're going to start with a four two three one, and then what we'll end up doing is yeah. probably see some shit like rolled on it right back. Just for sixty minutes, and uh-huh. then we'll put him somewhere else. We'll put him, you know, sub out Ozzy. Put him there. We'll go to the, you know, the three, three, tr- the three trees. Right. You know, Torres, Kihi, and Marshall. Okay. And then we'll have either Brad running up, or we'll just sub in Brad for Rodriguez. We'll have three in the back. Okay. I mean, we just have more options, but we yeah. do. We need two up top. Full stop. Why do you say need? We need, need because, because we we're not scoring goals. We can't get goals by like, Roger, Rui you, Diaz by himself. Nope. You we can't like, build up from the back. We you, suck at it. We play these 40-yard long balls, and there's say, nobody up there. You say need, and I feel like you really mean want. <laughs> you sound like my wife when you sound we go like to my Target. parents. You sound like my wife when we go to Target, and she's like, we need this. No, you want that. We don't, we I don't want, need it. I want more we, we're goals. On a I want goals to the run of play. I don't want one forward. Fucking Leardom taking penalties. How many goals? He has had five goals in the last eight games, and how many of those were penalties? Can we just walk? Wait, Leardom? Wait, can we walk uh, backward through five-game win streak? Lidero. Lidero. I've been drinking. No, no, no. Drinking. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Let's I'm with walk, you. Leardom's been missing. Let's walk the five-game win streak really fast. Let's do it. Okay. Dallas? Yeah. No, no. It's 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 two set pieces. Was that uh, Minnesota? Or was that it New was? York? Minnesota. So fluky as shit. Uh, I don't know where, where we got our first goal. I know we got... Uh, br- oh, Svensson. Did Svensson hit his laser beam? So no, we beat Dallas. Was, Minnesota was the PK. Oh, we and beat then, Minnesota. Okay. PK. And, and then yeah. uh, Bruin. Um, we beat San Jose. We uh-huh. beat Vancouver. So we got pause right there. Pause right there. Yeah. This, San Jose, this, this, this run of point. play goal. Yeah. This is my it's point. Not the, the last run of play Minnesota, goal. Minnesota. Treyish. Yeah. Uh, San Jose. I agree. On pace to be like historic Treyish. Yep. Uh, Dallas. That's trash. When they come up here, like we just have their number. Yeah. What what we're Pereja doing right now no is working right now sometimes. against the garbage of the Western Conference. Here's what Conference. I want to know: Why are you switching to a four four two against LA Galaxy? Because I Your want I want garbage? to put more pressure on uh, Ashley Cole. Frankly, oh, <laughs> that fucker will get a card. He he's like he's he's <laughs> Mr. top Stewart five girl. red cards. He's top five yellow yeah. cards. Like you can yeah. get him some cards. There's no question about it. But why against LA Galaxy? Why against Portland Timbers? Those are our next two games. Yeah. Why do you go four four two? Why do you, why don't you stay in a four two three one? Ozzy. I don't see him dropping off just yet, right? Ozzy and Svensson are still very good defensively. Roldan, Ship, Ladero, or Vic Rod in that front line yeah. with Rui Diaz. First, I, I rest, haven't shown they're not going to score. I rest Ozzy against LA and save Ozzy for Portland. First off, okay. Who do you who do you throw in for Roldan Svensson? Svensson, and then who Svensson goes in the front on? line? Ship, Vic Rod, Ladero. Yeah. Okay. Why? 
I want Ozzy. So so here, back to my rotation again. Okay. I, I don't think you need Ozzy against the LA Galaxy. Fair enough. Why? Especially an LA Galaxy that's not going to have uh, Ibrahimovic, Ibra. right? Not have Ibra. Like I, I, I'm not terrified. So you don't need to guard against those balls into the forward. I don't think so. Not as much. The the, the scoring threat without Ibra is going to be uh, Ola Kamara, and Kamara. Ola Kamara is going to be handled by Kihi and, and uh, Marshall. Okay. Who's the other? Is it? Not oh yeah, no, no, uh, Diamante. Diamante. That's okay. LAFC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whole different right. thing. Scratch so that. Here, here's what I would say. I, our offense right now is scoring sporadically and is good enough against below. Yeah. Fourth place teams in the Western Conference. If this team wants to make a run in the playoffs, if this team like we we need to be more dynamic in the, in the attack. Because you were wedded to the four two three one. Yes. Earlier in the you were like got to have two defensive center mids. They yep. break up the counterattack. This yep. is what they do. I I think you use it when you have to use it because I think it messes with the mentality a little bit. Fair enough. With the four, you use the four two three one or use a four four two. You start with a four two three one. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going. Right. And then switch, you switch when you make this. So we're saying the same thing then. Uh, I'm yeah. Sixty minutes, you bring in Dempsey. Yeah, <laughs> you bring. Yeah, Dempsey's the guy you bring in. You well, don't bring in Bruin. Have we seen it then? Have we you seen don't it? Br- Why Honestly, would you bring in Dempsey? I, I mean, we've we've started. I want to see. So here's so so Dempsey's skill set is not built anymore to him being a lone forward up top. But I think that Dempsey can be still a useful attacker with a second forward. Is when they, Ladero year ten when Dempsey comes in? If you pull him for Ozzy, you pull Ozzy sitting next to you pull Ozzy, bring Ladero back down to the six or the eight. Okay, and then you'll have so Svensson's your six. Well, in a flat four four two, Ladero's moving out wide, not number ten. Yeah, so that's part of the thing too. So if we're going from a if we're going from a four two three one to a four four two, I'm advocating a flat four four two. Ladero moves wide right, and and Svensson and Ladero are your six and your eight. No, Ladero's Roldan? out wide. Roldan is your sixth. Oh, sorry. Spencer's your eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Svensson and Roldan are your center mids. Yeah. You're yeah. going to need a piece of paper Lidero, to write on during so this part. Who's on the left? <laughs> uh, Shipper Rodriguez. There'll be a study guide starting. published. Okay. And Shipper then you Rodriguez. have Ruiz Diaz and Dempsey up front? Yeah. yeah. Or Ruiz Diaz. Why not Bruin? Or, Ruiz, or Bruin. Or Bruin. No, you said Ruiz Diaz or Bruin? No, sorry. I'm saying Ruiz Diaz is playing Jesus. 90 minutes. Okay. Dempsey and Bruin when we are make the sub 60-30. Yes. We need that second attacker whether it is Ru- Why do you say need? D- you keep saying need. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like this is fucking law and order? You do not need Capri Sun. You do not need Capri Sun. I want a second forward with Rui Diaz. Why? So, because I want Okay, if we start if we start with a 4231, we have a, a I, I just want a team that, that I want to play a team and have them taking so many fucking punches that they're okay. covering up and they can't okay. they can't attack. The they're other just, thing they got their hands covered to try to you know try to cover the blows the blows the blows the blows. Mm-hmm. They can't push the ball. They can't get the ball out of their own eighteen or out of their own defensive third. Can I add really fast also that I feel like an attacker like Rui Diaz is going to be most uh, impactful when there's a second player up there who has some sort of gravity to draw defenders, and so the second attacker is going to create space. It's back to that class. Like if you look at when Lamar Nagel scored all of his goals, Lamar Nagel scored all of his goals when you had uh, Oba occupying defenders, yep. Dempsey occupying defenders, yep. and then uh, Marco Papa on the ball. Yep. All of a sudden, there's Nagel buck naked unmarked. So I made the point earlier he's that Rui the, Diaz is he's got the linebacker always open in the 18. Like mm. that guy finds space yep. in the 18. 
it's unbelievable like how you don't find him. And I think center backs and I think teams are going to start to take notice of that and yeah. say, we have to mark this guy up. You He's have to find to him in the 18. And they're going to take special notice of him. And but, that's why I keep saying, like, okay, why Dempsey? Why not Bruin? Because I feel like Bruin's... Honestly, like he's his whole game is just like I'm a one touch. I, I might argue. I'm advocating for. I might. I know you I'm are. Like, That's why. Like why? I keep asking why. Like why are you advocating? For I Dempsey? might argue. And I, don't, I'm not arguing. I'm just <laughs> yeah. curious. Like I'm I might really argue that teams are already taking notice of Rui Diaz and trying to mark him, and that's why Will Bruin has experienced a few more goals. Um, and Rui Diaz has. I mean, I think Bruin scored more than Rui Diaz well, since Rui Diaz has been back. Yeah, Rui's only here. got one goal as far and, as I know. And and mm. I mean, he's just another attacking threat, and that's an argument for at least transitioning to a four four two later in the game because that attacking threat is there and you just keep your options open. That's 100% of this conversation yeah. is just yeah. you've got more people that you have to look out for. Yeah. And if Rui Diaz is taking one person, thank God, he's at least occupying somebody where mm -hmm. if we're doing if we had Dempsey up there by himself, like he just he just becomes invisible and yep. he comes back to midfield to win the ball and it's just it's just crap. Yeah. Yep. I just I'm I'm if curious because the biggest difference between um before June 30th and after June 30th, Dempsey is not in the starting lineup at all. Ladero's are 10 for sure. Ship has played very, very well. And Kim Kihi is our mainstay at center back. And I just go, why do you mess with that? Our our first goal, I mean, we had 10 corner kicks Wait, in the first 15 minutes. did we get through the lineups? But no, we, <laughs> yeah, we got through the lineups. First, um, first 10, 15 minutes, we had a dozen uh, corner kicks, and we didn't occupy, you know, we, yeah, did, yeah. we didn't do well. First goal, we did get a corner kick. Chad Marshall just got a little bit of a head to it, and then it went far post, and, and you know, uh, Levy Films does a really good uh, slow-mo of the whole thing, and it's awesome. We're, we're, going, into the, we're going into half... Um, you know, one nothing. And by the way, FC Dallas's mo is just to kick the shit out of us. Oh god, the yeah. entire game. And if you notice, I, mean, I said so before we started. Dempsey has been booted from the last two FC Dallas matches because they kicked the shit out of him and they just egg him on, egg him on, egg him on. Yeah. But all they do is just sit there. As soon as somebody gets rid of the ball, they come in late with a tackle. Whether it's seen or not seen, it's just kind of like chipping at you, chipping at you, chipping at you. And that's why we lose our shit. That's why the game ended the way it did is because they're chipping motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> we're going to half one nothing, feeling all right. Well, I mean, well. We've started the last three games just boom, 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 like just street fighter sumo guy just punches it to the face all over the place. E Honda, E Honda, and you, I mean, oh my god, yeah, and and it hasn't always worked out, but it's been fun to watch. Um, so we're going to halftime. We're up one nothing. Second half starts. Uh, they equalize. On we, we we let a guy uh, we get a lot of guy open in the box. He he kind of puts arounds with it, uh, flicks it back outside. Yeah. Uh, Chad Marshall decides to double team a guy, and then the ball gets floated past Marshall, and Dominic Baji takes it off his chest. Yep. I don't think Dominic Baji has scored a decent goal on us. It's always been like outside of the left knee, yeah. off the groin. It was chest. a nice finish. I felt like oh no, his chest. It was a great. Like, it was a great finish. He I put feel himself like, in the right spot. He, yeah. Uh, he he split between Chad and he beat Brad. Yeah. Uh, I felt like Brad was, was out of position a little bit he on was that chasing, one. But I think yeah. Chad tried to play the game where. If I'm coming straight up the middle and I make that move, that's an own goal. So I'm going to come to the near post. If I do slide tackle and do win that ball, then it's going out for a corner rather than right past uh, step fry. But he ended up getting nutmegged, and that's a goal. And then a few minutes later, we end up with a free kick 
uh, about 25 yards out of the 18 on the right-hand side. That goal was ridiculous. Ladero gets on it, and he, he crosses a perfect ball, far post, bending far post. Everybody misses it. Chad Marshall misses it. Defender Ziegler, everybody you know, everybody misses it. And the keeper is frozen for the def- – he's, he's looking for the shot, the header, the redirection, and it just goes by everybody and then bends yep. in far post. Yep. And what does he do? He takes his shoe off, and he starts calling home. With a shoe, <laughs> with that uh, uh, Sports Illustrated shoe phone that they give you. I don't know if he's ever going to get a, a yellow card for that, but I mean, I'm sure it takes more time to tie your shoe back on than it does to put your jersey back on. But we'll see what happens. Hey, it falls off, man. What can you do? Uh, Maxi Rudy dives in the box. See, there's some contact, but he he tries his Neymar impression and just rolls around a bunch. Dude, and if he hadn't played for Portland. I still probably would have thought he was a piece Dude, of shit. Even Neymar thought that was shameful. <laughs> Neymar's like, nah, brah, you need four more rolls. That was so bad. What, not- what's worse than the rolling was like the absolute salt <sighs> from the entire universe on on that. Well, he actually did get clipped in the in the uh, Achilles tendon, so he probably was in pain. Not gonna lie, and, he did. No, uh, was clipped. Clipped. Yeah, he did. It was yeah. contact. But it was pro- contact. He but probably lost the ball. At that point, but yeah, it wasn't a flop, it was embellishment. And then it's it was it's totally embellishment. <laughs> you see the guy on the ground, and it's like somebody has a uh, what's the defibrillator? You just shoot him to the test in the, uh, in the chest, and then he just like flops like a fish out of the, that last guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and 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 it would have it probably wouldn't have been that egregious if you hadn't seen the sideline flop he did, where he literally jumped three feet in the air, arched his back as if he'd been shot by a sniper, My. and then fell to the floor. With absolutely no contact from the opposing player. So, anyway, well, then there was yeah, he's a diver. Then we're uh, we're, we're, we're trying to get, we're trying to kill the game <laughs> off. Last maybe five or six minutes, and there's added four minutes of stoppage time. We end up with the ball in the corner, a couple of throw-ins, a couple of kicks, and we just basically trap it and then just try to shield them off, get our asses handed to us. But Rui Diaz leans back and and heads Ziegler in the in the face. So, was there contact? Like, did Rui Diaz actually hit him? I mean, his to head to some went degree. Back. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know how bad, mm-hmm. but there's some gamesmanship going on there. Oh, he, for sure. And then he had he, you know, heads rear heads him, headbutts him, and then rolls around on the ground like he's been just headbutted. Was it? More contact or less contact than Joseph? That's Martinez. where I was going. That's where I was going. Honestly, it's probably the same amount of contact. I don't think it was enough to either one hurt the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm pretty Ziegler, sure Ziegler is a league leader in red cards. Here's my oh, take. Perfect. Right? If yeah. we're going by the red card interpretation that earned Leardom and knew who red cards, then these are red cards. Wait, is this by the letter of? The I law? will fight oh, you. <laughs> In the streets. <laughs> Shut the hell up. In the streets. But if we're going by the interpretation of the rule that was applied in the Martinez case, it's not a red card. No, it's not. And this it's is absolutely pro- not. This is the problem with pro is that things that are no things that are should be like no brainers are I don't know I don't knows now. Yeah. And so that like that elbow that when was that last season that elbow that knew who got ejected for. Oh yeah. I've now seen called as a red card, a yellow card, and no card in the last three weeks. Yeah. Because my initial There's response no to Rui Diaz's uh, backward movement with his head was, oh, he initiated the contact. That's a red card. Yeah. He should probably get a suspension for that. But Joseph the, Martinez, Martinez didn't. Yep, yep. So now I'm questioning it. That's the so precedent, I'm, with, I'm right? totally yep. with you on this. Yep. Totally with you on this. Like, 
the, the waters have been muddied. Yep. Absolutely. Right. Um, any parting shots for this match? It's worth pointing out, to my frustration, for the second year in a row, the Sounders were unbeaten my entire vacation. So oh, I so suffer through... Y'all gotta go back to Singapore. <laughs> I suffer through the start of the year, and then they go unbeaten my entire trip for the second year in a row. Okay, so next two matches, um, LA, Portland. Are How many points, if any, are we dropping on those two matches? I would be ecstatic to have four points out of that. I think we can beat LA, and I think, you know, just like you said, I think we... Well, are you assuming we beat LA and then draw... Correct. Draw City? Away, wow, yeah, that's I mean, going to be, and that's a good result. That's going to be ten well, games unbeaten. Tell, tell me the last time we won in Portland, mm, right? It's so been a long time. The the only time the four goal game with the Dempsey four four. No, that's four oh four. Oh my god, oh, that was shit. still a no, draw. We've we've never won in Portland <laughs> since they've been MLS. And in oh, fact, stop. no, 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 no. They won first year. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had. Uh, uh, who is our left-footed center back? Am I smoked here? Yes, Again? you're smoked. Okay. 2011, at least. I know oh, we, we I was there. Okay, fine. All right, all right. I'm sorry. Was that before you were a fan? <laughs> uh, uh, no, my friend. I've been down since <laughs> nine. You better chill out with that shit. <laughs> Shots here, here, fired. The first time we went down there, I know uh, Tyson Wall got kind of a deflection for a goal. Tyson own goal. Wall. Yeah, wow. that's and then yeah, we're uh, back that far, apparently. Wow. Yeah. We had like two own was goals. Was this before smartphones? Montero, Montero got a goal. <laughs> Uh, then Ozzy got a goal. Holy crap, this is in the gray jerseys. I remember this it's like now. before Twitter. Okay, these are the electricity jerseys. I'm all yeah. off. I'm all off. So to the inaugural year. So here's the point I was going to make was the Timbers winning against us at home this year has been an aberration. Usually it's draw or home team wins. So we're moving on to listener questions. Big Dave, uh, what kind of scotch goes best with our current campfire air? Lagavulin. Whoa. That shit is the nectar of the fucking gods. Yeah, that's Nestle, right? It's very smoky. Yep, you can taste the salt even. air oh, too. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, I would do Lagavulin with the smoky air. Lagavulin yeah. is an amazing scotch. You can get a fifteen year. I do feel it. good about that recommendation. I don't drink rum with smoky air, but if I did drink rum with smoky air, it'd be Rain Nephews. Okay, oh, overproof. Like it's dude. Yeah. It tastes like what, bananas. What does overproof in mean? Uh, it's one ten. <laughs> okay, I, I just feel like that was a shame bell sort of. You're fine. Bing, one ten. It does a thing where it vaporizes in your mouth, kind of, and you're like, no, Ray, Ray W R A Y and ampersand nephews. Ray, Ray, and his nephews. I want to say Barbados, but it might be Jamaica. But Ray and nephews, nephew. Okay, I was gonna ask if that was the Hartfields of East Tacoma. So if you listen that... to, how do we low key okay. have a dude from Vice on our fucking show, and we didn't know it until if like you listen to Dazos and Mero on in. their podcast when they do like the the AKAs, uh-huh. Ray and nephews, nephew. That shit is so good though. Okay. I got that shit for his birthday, and he's hooked. All right. John Murphy, JM underscore Murph, asks, are there any matches left in the season where it's worth trotting out Dempsey for a full 90? Or is I, don't he better... I don't know. Ask Nate. I don't know. Ask Nate. Nope. 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 Nate, nope. Nate is nope. a Clint Dempsey nope. stan you all of up. a sudden. You shut up. You take it back. You take it back right now. No, g- g- give me Clint for 30. Is, yeah. Or is, 60? 60? or is he better off wow. as a 20 to 30 super so that's sub going starter. forward? You would start Clint Dempsey. I would not be outraged if Clint Dempsey started between one and three games the rest of the I season. I feel like I don't even know you anymore. Did you get Manchurian candidated when you went Dude, over to I, Asia? I, I mean, I, I verbalize. I verb my argument. Manchurian candidate. My right argument there. in support of of Kevin's argument is playing four two three one. We have literally the best defense in the league right now. Fair, because we got six guys to defense. Yeah, fair. Yeah. 
Never mind. If we line up so, all our seven footers on the goal line, but no one combine, will score. But if you combine the best defense in the league, with, I'm going to argue against a six game a win. I'm going to argue against six wins out of eight. So the answer to the question is, I do not want to see. He's a World see, War I Nazi uh, fighter pilot. Yeah. Wait, but there were no Nazis in World War One. No World bum, War One English fighter pilot shooting down Nazis. Sorry, that's. But there were no Nazis in World Evans. War One. They were the. They were. They were the central powers, <laughs> sir. Yeah, that was the Kaiser. Wait, Kaiser no, Sensei. he's a World War One. But there were no Nazis in World War One, Kevin. He was the dude from Wonder Woman. World War Two has oh, Nazis. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Jesus, sorry. It's Kaiser Wilhelm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Derail. Fucking Wait, Snoopy and the Red Baron over here. What the fuck are we doing with this show? We, who oh my god! That question. Thank you, John. Yeah, love you, Murph. Thank you, John Murph. He's a uh, friend of Pod, friend of show. Channel He's been two five on three time member. Two. Channel sure two five no three Nazis? member. Love it. Stop. Well, I mean, you know. Never mind. The National yeah. Socialist Party rose to power. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Dudesby, hey Dudesby, uh, uh, we've seen, been seeing a lot more of you on the timeline. We really appreciate your engagement. Thanks. Dude. What happened at the end of that game? Did we just dominate the best team in the West? They're not the best team in the West. Yeah, they no, happen they, to have they the best had record. Explosive but they're not diarrhea, the best. and they're they the, lost their shit. They're the third best team in the West, correct? LAFC is better. Portland is mm-hmm. better. As the Sounders tend to climb in the second half of the season. Also a fact. Dallas, FC Dallas, FC. yeah. Uh, they tend to... It's uh, contagious. They return to the meme. Because they make signings in the offseason. We make signings in the break. Acosta, gone. Yeah. And and Mauro Diaz, gone. gone. Now, we beat a Mauro Diaz-less FC Dallas to get to... If they had Diaz, we wouldn't have a star on our shirt. You're not wrong. Andrew Anderson, at, uh, at DrewBoy253. Hey, representing... Uh, thoughts on Brad Smith's performance? Did he perform as expected? Better than Brad. So can I say this really fast? Go for it. The thing that's unfortunate about Smith's signing is that we're paying a left back six hundred thousand dollars. If you look at what Nuhu was doing for what Nuhu was making, you're paying him basically nothing and getting league average. Nothing. Well, you're getting league average yeah. or close to it. You're now paying basically. Who couldn't cross the street, much less a soccer ball? But here's my point, though. You're you paying. Streams. You're paying now a left back what other teams are paying for a premium attacker, and more, I believe, than you're paying Wolf Ikram. Left sided player. I want to see some numbers around like what we're paying him. I've heard the number six hundred thousand. No, 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 no. Uh, versus other for half quality a left backs. Can I like, say this? That guy's Zlatan's good. on one point five. He's good. He's we're paying. Really, we're really paying. Good. And then, okay, so granted that Smith's contract is sorry, Zlatan's con- contract's a bargain. Zlatan has a deal so with what? somebody. It's it's. <laughs> he's he's definitely doing university Audi ads on the side to get to compensate it for his. Uh, Who is Zlatan? Zlatan. At one point five, yeah, he's, he's oh good for him. Uh, Steve from Tacoma asks. Well, uh, you've heard of the Ironic Audi player party. index. Oh God! Have don't. you heard of the ESPN luck index? Ugh. So wait a second. <laughs> I, Wait a I second. Just, I just needed a Kevin rant. I'm Hold gonna up. so I'm Hold gonna up. back out of this. Hold up. Yeah. So Kevin can talk about Nazis in World War One again. <laughs> so wait a second. It's a legit question. Ugh. How do you quantify luck? You don't quantify luck. What are you controlling for, right? If you if you Wait if you take the luck out of the equation, what do you consider lucky? What do you, wait a second. Is what a PK you, lucky? Is uh no PK is not. No, lucky. I'm just I'm just that was a rhetorical question. But no, thanks. I'm just saying like. The, the question itself, how do you quantify luck, is actually a pretty interesting question. Trying to quantify that is actually pretty fun. And y'all immediately hating on something that you have no idea about immediately makes me think, 
all right, how can I aggravate you uh-huh. about this? Uh, what is the luck index? And why is, is it important? Is how much on butter is, is on each side of the, the piece of, of bread? Of the toast, yeah. They're trying to quantify luck. I, I don't. I have no idea if they've done a good job or not. I have can, no idea. Can I, I say really this? Don't. The Audi quantified luck is for people that have never kicked a soccer ball before. We I don't know. Like, it's fantasy. We have like, a culture that is obsessed with stats, D&D. Mm-hmm. and we want to quantify stats in soccer. Mm-hmm. And I think there's actually some merit to quantifying stats in soccer. Yeah. I, I have some doubts about some of the stats we use. I have no doubts about <laughs> quantifying luck. It's effing stupid. Stop it. I don't know. I, I, I've been thinking about this since we last talked about it, Kevin. Yeah. And, and I think there are, su- because of the... The, I mean, the relative rarity of a, of a goal in soccer. I think that's something that we've always been trying to control for. Mm-hmm. Um, and the things that, that, that lead into goals are often dismissed as, well, that was lucky. This team's better anyway. And I think it's interesting at the very least. But quantifying that luck to what end? Like, what are we like, like what, just for, for Bants? Like, no, like, I mean, I, that's the value. I mean, it's ESPN. That's the whole point. Like, it's like listen, expected you're, you're, goals. I expect goals. <laughs> You're, you're, no, expected you're, goals is actually useful to me, though, yes, because because I, if you tell me that a team had three expected goals yeah. in a game and they scored one goal, that means that there's something wrong with finishing. Like, so, quantifying luck. But that, that's what luck is. That's what I'm saying. Ugh. Like, um, if, you, if you tell me that your team's struggling, that they're not scoring goals, but their XG is high, I would say keep playing the way you're playing. You're getting unlucky. You're, you're therefore quantifying luck. Yeah. So if you have nine shots that, on goal I, that hit just, woodwork, can I that's be pedantic here and say you're not quantifying luck, you're inferring luck? But carry on, please. Wait, fair you, enough. No, that's no, fair that's, enough. No, I'm, I'm you're trying to measure the inference. Do you need you're luck yeah. or do you want luck? Hitting the post. <laughs> oh, I need luck. <laughs> so bad. I need luck. So bad. I need it. Call back. Yeah. Here's the thing. You're talking to a guy that says hitting the post is bad finishing. That's not unlucky. If you hit the post and it doesn't go in, that's poor finishing. So I'm I'm not sitting here saying that like. Um, luck is an actual thing. But so when you create this index and you're like, oh, Liverpool were the least lucky team last season. But again, to what effing end? I, and and you're talking to a Manchester United fan that would say that Unfortunately. that Liverpool team was poor at finishing and poor at defending in the beginning of the season and at the end of the season, right? Poor at defending until Van Dyke was signed. Yes. Uh, I want to say the stat is, is that they didn't give oh, more than one goal. so much better since Except Van Champions Dyke League. Signed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and against February, I think, is the If number? Van Dyke and Salah are on the field, there's a very, very good chance y'all are going to win. Oh, you know what? Actually, very good chance. Actually, can we go back five conversations back to the why you need two forwards? When you have Salah on the field. Do you need them or do you want them? <laughs> When you have Salah on the field, Salah has a He's gravity a third forward that draws, def- but has a gravity that draws defenders and creates space for Mane and Firmino to run in. And for the same reason is why you need two forwards for the Sounders. Mane's got a Death Star tractor beam on him. Does he draw defenders or yes. does he draw attention? Two different things. He draws defenders' attention. That's a third thing. I'll take all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> they don't just stand there and look at him and keep track of him from forty yards away. They probably get on when you him see three. When you see when you pass. see three defenders collapsing on Salah, and then you see Mane streaking into space. I think about Will Bruin holding the ball up and Rui Diaz streaking into space in the same, in the same manner. So there's well, not a single player on the Sounders that's even close to Salah's quality. Well, no, no shit. Not True. Right. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. I still am curious why bringing in Dempsey or bringing in Bruin. Is the secret to our future success? I'm just imagining a world where 
Dempsey is under the radar somewhere. He is the Lamar Nagel, like, nobody sees me. Yeah, right? <laughs> just right? comes, oh, backdoor tap it. Okay, I'll take that. I, I just don't get why you want to change things now. Broken record. Because the offense is underperforming what I think it can do. They're winning. Against Vancouver. Is there, is there overperforming this winning? Is the 2016 Denver or the Colorado Rapids where they, they're just hoping that if they defend long enough, somebody will get a goal. We're winning against. I'm okay with that. I'm not. I need more expected <laughs> <one>. goals. <laughs> I need for my psyche more expected goals. I, fuck that shit. I need more goals. I need the ball to hit the back of the net because this is boring. I need the ball to hit the back of the net more times for our team than it does for their team, and that's what we're doing right now. I'm going to add to this. Kevin does not go to games. and Why does that matter? You don't. Because. Soccer. Because. Because. If you are Your in, mom. If, if you are watching the game on television versus watching the game at home, goals are more fun. Wins are more fun with goals. Period. Like, to, am, to am I wrong? Your, no, to your if point. Goals are... I feel like you went to Malaysia and learned how to speak Chinese because I didn't understand a <laughs> word you just said. No. Here's, uh, here's, they no. speak English in Malaysia. Thank you. Re- real talk. Thank when God you for go you. to a game, you're invested. You're invested like fucking four hours out of your day. The drive up there, not so, in Tacoma. So the drive oh, oh, up there. I went to the game lives. Live, would they have won eight games in a row? No, or no, would no, they no. have won six out of the one last nil, eight games? You would have want more goals. One nil wins are fine. But four no wins are better. Damn it! I'm sorry. Like I don't. We, you get tacos because you have a ticket. You get a free haircut. Preach, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Flounders B Team <laughs> Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks this to the only listeners left, John Murphy. Appreciate you. Absolute appreciate show, show and 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 we love you for it, and hope we hope that you love us for it. Uh, I've been Steve Kettleson. I'm still Kevin Zamira. Still wrong about everything. <laughs> Tim's having a good time. <laughs> Tim Hamilton. <laughs> Uh, I'm Nate, and I know podcast fam. I know there were no Nazis in World War One. I. <laughs> I think ba, ba, there were Nazis. Ba, ba, ba. They were. They just weren't called Nazis. They were. No, no. The the, the party was. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for better or for worse, uh, Flounder's for B worse. team. <laughs> It's a production of Channel 253 and uh, home of other such podcasts as the Nerd Farmer Podcast, Taco Man, uh, Move to Tacoma, Crossing Division, and other fine podcasts. You can find us at floundersbteam.com. Check us out on Twitter at floundersbteam. And, of course, channel253.com to get all of the Channel 253 podcasts. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. And... Okay, Steve, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Ham. 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 (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week on the Flounders B-Team Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Nobody is making it that show. Nobody. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty or more. The bloody red baron was rolling up the score. Eighty men died trying to end that spree of the bloody red baron of Germany. In the nick of time, a hero arose, a funny-looking dog with a big black nose. 
moon to the sky to seek revenge, but the Baron shot him down, curses foiled again. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 or more, the bloody red Baron was rolling up the score. 80 men died driving in that spree of the bloody red Baron. This is Channel 253. Do, what? We know you're struggling. Yes. It's okay. I know. I appreciate you for it. It's not I okay to cancel, for it. though. Yeah. I didn't, did I? You know that 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 like meme where there's two, two sets of footprints in the sand, <laughs> and then there's one set of footprints, and That's you think we that you. Jesus left you? No. <laughs> Jesus is carrying your ass. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 